ladies and gentlemen. So I want to talk a little bit first about this kid. They said a kid figured out how you could time travel, I assume mathematically, uh, without any um, paradoxes. Um, and um, they they just had it. They just had it in the in the, in the on the news thing. I'll talk about that, and then they found some water on Mars, and I just kind of want to riff on those two things, if that's fine with you, um, sign a little scientific riff. Um, so, um, time travel without paradoxes, yeah, obviously, okay, there's no paradoxes in real life, okay, you ever seen a paradox? funny because I just saw a paradox, but it's not really related, but a uh, paradox, you're not seeing any of those go down, because, you know, they're going to be resolved, so someone finally finished the work on time travel, and it came up with something, which is fascinating, what would time travel come up with in a present moment, you know, we, we, uh, we don't really think about that either, really, you need different types of measurement machinery. You'd have to be able to do time travel math on a clock. You'd be like, oh, but it's changing all the time. Yeah, if your math can't add up to the fact that it's changing at regular intervals, it can't handle the time travel. Um, But, um, it's fascinating. In a single moment, if you condense quantum energy, you know, that's where you get concepts of creativity from, and really, that's what time travel is all about, it's a higher than fourth dimensional phenomena interacting with initial fourth dimensional envelope structures, we call that phenomena, however it goes down time travel, but it is happening in a single moment, in a moment, it's not time, as I'm sure we've all realized, the moment is probably best described as a unit of consciousness. So we tackled that one. Let's go into, um, done riffing on that, done riffing on that. Let's go into, um, um, Mars, right? So, water under Mars. Mars is cool. Lately I've been thinking about it, you know. We just, we're already sending robots, that's good. We just need to send way more robots um, to all of these planets. And let's just let them get started on, on work, you know. Like, there's, there's so much to do, all these little speculations. Uh, I haven't been thinking about that lately. I'm actually making most of it up right now. But, I mean, let's be serious. What is the real benefit of us getting to Mars? You know how long it's going to take for us? be able to do anything useful on Mars. Oh my gosh. Not even really we're not even really picking up any speed when it comes to this global warming stuff, you know what I mean? So probably don't know what I mean. You're like, sir, you're not just riffing now, you are full speed rambling. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay, anyway. Um so I thought that was fascinating, you know, finding, um, finding, uh, uh, water 
underground on Mars. Definitely we need to send more robots. Let's get them, let's get them forming. Let's get them terraforming. Um, we know what missions, you know, we want them to do. Let's figure out ways in which right now, in which that could be profitable. There's tons of ways, I'm sure. Let's get on it. Um, small robots, I think, I think one, there aren't enough robots available to consumers. I mean, there's drones. Drones are the, I think, the primary robot that has now been inculcated into the home. Very low independence, though. You know, uh, you literally have to keep your eyes on them. stuff so we can get some cool things going. so many different scales, you know. I think what a lot of what we're going to have to do is just get out of the the phrase time travel in itself is kind of a juvenile uh, generalization of a whole field of science. So, anyway, you know, maybe not one field, maybe you know, what, what's the macro of a field of science? I, uh, um, Something like that. Anyway, uh, more science news coming up soon. Thanks for watching, listening, whatever. Bye. This is Kenyo HQ.